Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. Millions of Americans are waking up and packing the car as they get ready to head out for the holidays. According to AAA, a record-setting 3.5 million North Carolinians are expected to travel between today and January 1st. Nearly 200,000 people are expected to fly out for the holiday, but a little more than 3 million will be hitting the roads. It's going to be a busy day on highways all over the country today, so if you are driving, make sure to pack some patience. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards live in Charlotte. Destiny, uh, what should folks expect if they're planning to leave today? Well, Sarah, for anyone doing any holiday travel, today is really the best time to get a head start because the peak busiest travel period this time of year is going to be tomorrow through next Saturday, December 30th. If you're doing any holiday travel in the next week, AAA says the best rule of thumb is to leave as early as possible before lunchtime or after 7 p.m. Tomorrow, the day before Christmas Eve, the best time to travel is before 10 a.m. as things will be more congested between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. If you're going back home or traveling elsewhere for New Year's, AAA recommends leaving before noon next Tuesday through Saturday. The afternoons and evenings are expected to have heavier traffic. Highway safety is also really important with millions expected to travel by road this year. Here's what South Carolina Highway Patrol recommends you do before heading out. With that many people on the road, you know, make sure you've, you, you do your safety checks, service your vehicle, your tire pressure's good, your fluids and stuff are in order. Make sure that if you're traveling, you know, have your cell phone in the car with a car charger if you get stuck in traffic. All very important things to do and I have some other tips for you from the North Carolina Department of Public Safety. Make sure that you plan ahead for weather and construction delays on your trip. Consider having a travel kit packed in case of any emergencies on the road. And of course, do not drink and drive. Live in Charlotte, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. For today's top stories in your morning rush, CMPD searching for multiple suspects this morning after they forced their way into a University City apartment with guns. Police say the break-in happened around 1 a.m. Thursday on Meadow Vista Road. The victims say four men armed with guns forced their way inside but then ran away. Luckily, no one was hurt. CMPD is asking anyone with information to please call Crime Stoppers. A Gaston County inmate is back behind bars after escaping for hours yesterday. Police say Shannon Galloway hopped the fence at Gaston Correctional around 1030 yesterday morning. He allegedly stole a car from a nearby Walmart and fled to Bessemer City. Police found him in Bessemer City and took him back into custody. I'm Bree Jackson in Washington. Hopes for another ceasefire between Israel and Hamas could be fading as the United Nations raises alarms about the humanitarian situation in Gaza. Officials say more than half a million people in Gaza are starving because of the war. Today, the UN Security Council is set to vote on a resolution to deliver much needed aid to Gaza. Well, closer to home, the North Carolina State Treasurer says the state can no longer do business with ice cream company Ben & Jerry's. Treasurer Dale Falwell says it's because of their boycott of Israel. The Tar Heel State uh, will divest $40 million from Ben & Jerry's parent company. 
He has also told local governments and state agencies that they are prohibited from contracting with either company. And that's it for your morning rush. Well, trending this morning, former Panthers superstar Cam Newton calling on the team's owner, David Tepper, to make him president. During an appearance on an NFL podcast, Cam Newton made an elevator pitch on why it would uh, be best he should be in the front office. He claims if he were made the team president, he could help fellow first overall pick Bryce Young develop into an elite quarterback like he was. He also added he has a better understanding of what fans expect and has the leverage to hold Tepper and the team's front office accountable. If uh, Newton may, was made president, he would be only the fourth former NFL player currently in a prominent front office role. Panthers fans took to social media very quickly following this pitch. Uh, the consensus was they want him in the front office. A lot of people saying they believe he would bring a winning culture back to the Carolinas. So this morning we want to know, what do you think about all this? Should Cam Newton uh, be made the team president of the Panthers? Let us know. Text 704-329-3600. I think, you know, having him as part of the team, uh, not, not a player role, but would be great. I think his role as quarterbacks coach would be much more effective. Yeah. The pr being president has so many more managerial responsibilities. Yes. You wouldn't be able to concentrate on what Just you're the doing team. the quarterback. But yeah. if, he, if he could be the quarterback coach, he would be one of the best. Well, because hey, he was one of the best. Maybe we'll see him here. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you bring a big name back to a program, whether it's NFL or college that's struggling, I think sometimes it can bring yeah. life back New into life. the team. Yeah. Um, that's what happened, I feel like, with Steve Spurrier and the Gators uh, when Spurrier came back to the Gators. Yeah, the old quarterback he was. Yeah, we remember the days of right. Mr. Spurrier. But, quarterback. you know, when he came back, he I mean, he works with alumni. He doesn't yeah. even really work with the team itself. But yeah, but yeah. being a former player, he, yeah. he understands. And I think, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, Cam Newton, uh, his relatability, one thing about about him in the locker room, they loved him. Mm -hmm. So having that positive presence, yeah. I think would be great for the team. It's needed. Come now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. The holidays can be stressful. That's why it's important to let guests know your expectations when it comes to their behavior in your house. Try and keep your thoughts on your gifts to yourself this Christmas. Let's connect the dots. This season, you're likely going to get at least one Christmas present you don't really want. But there is a difference between feeling annoyed and showing it. Experts say there is correct etiquette when receiving a gift, and it all begins with your initial reaction. Researchers say you shouldn't show negative emotion and try and only show gratitude. And it isn't just true of your words, but your body language too. As for returns, don't think about it. Unless something doesn't fit or you have a real reason to give it back to the store, you shouldn't ask for a gift receipt. However, the good news is if you really want to get rid of something, many retailers nowadays don't require a receipt. And no matter what you get this Christmas, writing a nice thank you note never hurts. And that's Connecting the Dots. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. South Carolina's Food Security Council is proposing recommendations to improve access to nutritious food. Recommendations include expanding a seniors farmers market program and hosting more summer meals for children. The goal is to combat food insecurity in the state. The landmark education lawsuit known as Leandro has its next court case on February 24th. 
Last year, the North Carolina Supreme Court ruled that legislators repeatedly refused to use their constitutional powers to ensure every child has an opportunity for a sound basic education. The state's highest court will determine the fate of a multi-million dollar plan that would raise employee pay, increase funding for higher needs students, among other measures. Richland jail officials say they have more challenges that didn't exist 30 years ago. They say there are more than a thousand detainees at the jail daily. Columbia's jail could be shut down this spring if leaders can't fix the issues. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.